Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, I think we can all agree that every new investor struggles with the same issues. They're out there talking to motivated sellers, they're finding deals, but they're unsure of how to comp these properties and how to determine what they are worth or what the ARV is. There's a tremendous amount of anxiety trying to figure out how to find the after repair values. Now, we all know that in order to make a great offer on a property, you have to start with the end in mind, meaning you really should know the ARV or the after repair value of the property before you can discount it and subtract your repairs and or wholesale fee to get your perfect offer amount. Well, if you're like me and you're not a licensed real estate agent, it's difficult to get access to your local MLS without asking your agent or bugging your buddies who are licensed all the time to run those comps for you and generate those estimated values. Well, not to worry. There's a company out there that can grant you MLS access to view and comp properties nationwide. I want you guys to go to dpipodcast.com forward slash comps, and you can even get a free 14-day trial to test it out for yourself. Now, not only can you use this company to get comps and generate ARVs for these deals that you're finding, but you can also use it to help you find out how much the property owner owes on the property so you're not overpaying. Did I mention that you can use this company to also pull lists of motivated sellers? When I do marketing, I'm looking for vacants, absentee owners, high equity, pre-foreclosure, and many, many more reasons that the owner might be motivated. These guys can help you generate these lists so you can market them accordingly. I like, the, I like to mail them and also skip trace them so my team can call or text them. Again, if you're having problems getting comps, I want you guys to go to dpipodcast.com forward slash comps to get access to a 14-day free trial so you can run your own MLS comps and even use this company to pull your own list of motivated sellers. I use them to run my comps and to pull my list. If you're not using them, you are absolutely missing out. So check them out today dpipodcast.com forward slash comps for more information. All right. Welcome, guys. Marketing deals and building a cash buyers list is what we're going to be talking about today on the podcast. Mike, how the hell are you, buddy? Doing great, man. Excited to go live. We like doing that. Oh, yeah, like man. A little uh, live. these guys out. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about marketing our deals today and selling deals, which is uh, one of the best parts, because quite frankly, that's when you're you're approaching that paycheck. You're approaching that payday. That's right. So we've uh, talked about previous episodes. You know what is wholesaling, and you know how to find those motivated sellers. We did uh, how to analyze the deals, and you know determine a uh, an offer amount by using a simple formula. 
Um, we then talked about securing deals in some of the recent episodes. And today we're going to talk about selling the deal, which means we get paid. Sweet. Which is what is all about, right? We get into real estate investing for freedom, typically. And oftentimes we don't have much of it. We don't. Because we're spinning our wheels with all these things. But this is why we do it. Man, you're a professional problem solver. To get paid. Professional problem solver in real estate. So that's what we do is solve problems. We figure out uh, how to do things. And one of those things is selling deals to buyers. So one of the questions we get asked, I'd say almost most often, is how do you build your buyers list? And how do you find buyers for your deals? And and we, I, I almost, um, it, it's tough for me to say, oh, that's a really important thing to focus on because I just I don't like focusing on it. I really don't. I just don't think it's that important, especially in today's market uh, when there are so many people looking for deals. So what we like to do uh, is kind of break it down. We've got a neat little uh, kind of step-by-step thing that we do uh, when we go through it. We even have a checklist of all the things that we go through when we are uh, selling our deals and marketing them to our, our buyers. That's right, guys. We have a checklist that we use. We do, man. And, and, and again, that's the coolest thing about selling deals is it's not that hard. Just use this checklist and you'll sell deals. Mike, we've sold four to 500 deals using this checklist. Does this checklist work? Yeah, sure does. About oh, four or wow. 500 times. About four to 500 <laughs> times. So this is not anything new. This is simple. We're going to market our property via the items on this list. Well, what? Find a cash buyer, sell it, get paid. What I like the most about the checklist is I think we kind of put it in order to put ourselves in a position where we don't have to do extra work. Because one of the things, like we were just talking about, is your professional problem solver. We're doing a lot of work. We're spinning our tires. So we put this in order of things that uh, it's kind of like the least effort to you're putting in a lot more effort. You know, So it's like start with number one and, hey, you might get it sold by number three. And then if you don't, you're going to go to four, five, six, seven, eight. You're going to keep on trying to sell it. A different way. You're going to keep on finding a buyer for it. Keep on looking for a partner for that deal. So that's why I think this checklist is kind of cool. So it's very cool. Let's get into it, man. Let's okay. Talk about so it. number one, we're going to secure the property, and really that's kind of got a couple things to it. But basically, we are going to get a lockbox on the property if we can. So if it's a vacant property, we're going to get a lockbox. If it's an occupied property then we probably won't do the lockbox, but we're going to want to get in communication with whoever is in charge of showing it or allowing access. And what I would say is coordinate a time, maybe three, five, six days out, where you can have an hour or two window to access the property. Open house. Exactly. So you're going to have basically an open house. So either you're going to put that lockbox on or you're going to secure a time when you can access the property so that you can bring in your partners, your uh, your funding partners, et cetera. Love it. And then also part of securing the property is getting a lot of photos and videos of the property, right? At the very least, get a lot of photos. If you do video, great. It's going to help sell it, uh, depending on the deal. Man, I'll, I'll tell you what. Video is really cool, and obviously we're doing video here. To me, it takes too long, though. I don't actually yeah, want to watch. I don't do a lot of video. We don't. And, yeah. and I think that we do a ton of photos because you can click through a photo at your own pace. Yeah. And the video is a little harder for a buyer whose attention span may not be there. You know, again, we're, we're busy. We're buying deals left and right. But I don't have all day to listen to you, um, you know, talk about and walk through the house. Now, again, that's just my opinion. Some people probably love the videos. 
But again, we're, we're just not big on it because, again, videos take – it's a second walkthrough after you've done the photos. Uh, it's more time yeah, that you're Photos out will there. get it done. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. If you do video, great. It's extra. It's so not totally going to hurt. That's the thing. It's not going to hurt. It's going to take you more mm-hmm. time. The, the photos are what's going to sell the deal. Absolutely get so, photos. number one, guys, securing the property. Get a lockbox for access if you can. Otherwise, get the access information and get photos and or videos of the property. That's number one. Is there anything I'm leaving out about securing the deal? I don't think. It's well, pretty simple, so right? So prior to this, just to make sure we're all on the same page, is okay. we've got this deal under contract, guys. Yeah, we have got to have a contract. That. Yeah. We're there. So now we've got this property under contract. And some of these things are concurrent as well, Dave. So like to get the photos, you pr- you may have done that already Perfect. on your appointment. Great point. The lockbox, maybe you left it with the seller. Just already. tell them, hey, throw a key in there, please, and I'll come out uh, tomorrow to check it out. Great point. So again, some of these things happen already. They're not 100% in order, but yeah, this is step one. Make sure you've got the property secured and those photos ready to go. Love it. Number two would be add the information about the property to your own website and or post it online. Yeah. However, you have a website, do that. But again, it's the same photos and the same description that you're going to be using on your website as you are going to be online. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Exactly. There's a thousand ways to do it. Right. Uh, we love having the, a website. We use the discount property investor name and brand to publish our properties. Uh, and we use RA Blackbook to support us through that. Really cool service. Uh, we'll put a The best link disposition down there. site on for real estate. We've investors. used it the entire time we've been together. That's right. We love it for selling deals. Mm-hmm. And. Um, yeah, so put put it out there. You've got to get it out there somehow. Okay, so putting it on your website is going to have a couple things that will allow you to do. But again, if you don't have REI Blackbook or a disposition website, there's lots of other services like Investor Carrot, so on and so forth, that can help you with this process. Um, but you can you don't have to have a website to market it. So ways around the website. Let's circle back to the website. Yeah, yeah. Ways around it would be post it on all the places online that would be free to get um, exactly. eyeballs so, on it. So, And this is kind of goes into the third one, which is we, we say post it online, which is be like Facebook or LinkedIn, uh, places like that. So you can post the photos and a description of the property. Or a link to the photos even. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. That's a better Or approach. a link to it. So you have Dropbox for your photos. Heck, that could be your entire marketing website, Dropbox. <laughs> Just make a little flyer, throw that in the folder with the with other it. photos, yep, and boom, text that link to somebody. That's my point. So Facebook would be number one. So post that on your own profile, mm-hmm. okay? Post it in local groups, right? So we're in St. Louis. We would post it in the St. Louis Real Estate Investing Group. Or if it's a good property that would be for a landlord, like a rental, we would post it in the St. Louis Landlords Group. So post it in the groups that are going to be niche to your market, you do not want to go find a national real estate uh, group that's got 75,000 people in it. It's just not going to be worth your time, and you're going to get a lot of spam from that. So post it in the local groups, okay? Other than the local groups, the marketplace. Facebook marketplace is huge now. Very, very, very powerful. Very powerful. Uh, it's Craigslist 2.0. I'm going to digress. My wife loves Facebook marketplace. It's great. She buys everything. I listed some stuff for sale last yeah, night on there. It so, is. It's cool. Um, but so houses can be listed too. That's right. So it's basically the 2.0 of Craigslist in my mm-hmm. opinion. So there's three things you can do on Facebook. Um, post it on your own wall and timeline. Post it in multiple local investor groups. And go local. You're going to have a way better result to find the people you're looking for, okay? 
And then last but not least is use the Marketplace tool yeah, on this, Facebook. This is okay. cool. So what's cool about the Marketplace Three tool? Three things you can do. What's cool about the Marketplace tool, though, is that it allows you to push it into other groups that you're already a member of. So if you put it on Facebook Marketplace, you can then simultaneously post that into multiple other groups. Uh, you want to be careful not to put it in too many groups too fast or too many posts too fast because Facebook picks that up as spam. And I've been on Facebook. Oh, I've been in jail. Yeah, you get, you'll get put in jail. But again, you can use that tool to post it in a couple I've of groups. I've been in jail. Yeah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so don't go crazy with it. Don't abuse it. But you can get it out there. You can get eyeballs on it in groups that you're in. Love and it. especially if you're an active in those groups and you see the stuff happening. Like, use use those tools that are available so, to you. So, that's Facebook. We talked about it being the 2.0 of Craigslist. So, obviously, Craigslist is still a great tool. Mm-hmm. So, Craigslist, you post a property in the for sale uh, by owner section of the property. Make sure you're marketing it as, you know, owner by contract. Um, but it's a great place to get eyeballs on it. Couple other places, you know, bigger pockets. They it may be paid, it may not to, to post a property on there. You can post a property on LinkedIn or any of the other social media networks. But typically, Facebook and Craigslist, I would say 80-20 rule. 80% of your eyeballs are going to come from those two places. So focus your efforts on there. But any anywhere else online that you could post a property, um, ideally for free, do it. It's going to get eyeballs to your property. Now, we kind of skipped over add to your website uh, because I wanted to just touch on the fact that most people that are new, that are watching or listening, probably don't have a website or REI Black Book Mm -hmm. yet. So we highly recommend you get it because it's going to help you do what we would do next. So next, we would add it to our website or simultaneously while we're posting this all over social media. We're going to add it on our website and we're going to call buyers in the area that we know are going to be hot prospects. We're going to text blast buyers uh, that are that have opted in to get our blasts. So they've asked for it. As well as email out our entire list or segmented list for the that deal in that area. So what this does is, you know, when we post online, we're putting it out there. People gotta, kind of got to go find it. But when we call, text, or email it out, we're delivering this deal to people's inboxes or cell phones. So there's, you know, what's and what's awesome. And I'm going to mention the Aria Black Book thing again is Aria Black Book allows you to one, put it on your website, create a website. It allows you to send a voicemail to your buyers list. Say, hey, I've got this great deal. Got a new deal, guys. Here's the info about it. So you can send a, a voicemail to them. Uh, it allows you to text them. It allows you to email them. So, again, if they've signed up, they say, hey, I want deals. And then you're able to say, hey, here's a voicemail, here's a text, here's an email. So you're going to get their attention with that deal if it's a deal, which is awesome. So, again, you don't necessarily have to have a buyer's list. But if you have one, send it to them. Again, if you know people buying, send the properties you found to them. And as you do the rest of the things on this list, ask those people that you meet if you can add them to your buyer's list. So then the next property you get... You're, you may only have to go through step one and step two and just send it to the people that you've already been contacting. Because like we said, uh, it starts at the, the least amount of effort goes down to you're doing the most work to get this deal sold. That's right. That's a great so, point, Mike. So you had a really good point, though. You don't need a buyer's list to start this process. A deal is going to sell a deal. Now, a buyer's list is going to ultimately speed up you selling a deal. Yes. But if you have a deal and no buyer's list, you can still do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
Don't stop what you're doing to try to work on building the buyer's list. Instead, build it slowly every day over time. Okay, you can build that buyer's list uh, by collecting information from investors that call you or you can automate it a little bit. What we do is, again, REI Blackbook has awesome landing pages and tools for this. And we use them to basically have a landing page and you can check it out at discountpropertyinvestor.com forward slash VIP. It's that simple. Discountpropertyinvestor.com forward slash VIP. And it's just going to have a simple landing page that says, hey, what's your name, your phone number, um, and maybe the business name. And then check these boxes on areas that you're looking for deals. And we will send you these deals as we get them. So you can build your buyers list over time. And there's lots of strategies that we'll get into later. But do not think that you have to have a massive buyer's list before you can start doing deals or marketing properties. It's un- it is untrue. Mm-hmm. So moving on, we talked about securing it. Uh, we talked about posting it online. We talked about adding it to your own website that you can then call, text, or email out, um, which there's lots of services. We like REI Blackbook. There's a couple other ways to sell deals. And Mike, you had said earlier that you know it's the, the easiest is at the top, right? And then yeah, if you that's... need to... You can do these other approaches, but you might not need to. You might be able to just send a text or a call out to the webs to the buyers list to get it sold, or maybe make posts on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace and get it sold. You might not need these other things, exactly. But we have them for a reason. What would be the next thing we could do? Okay, so one of the next things is it's very it's similar, guys. A lot of these things are similar to the way that you're finding your deals, so you're finding your motivated sellers as well. So the next thing would be networking. So you're going to you're gonna uh, take your deal, maybe print a photo or two of it and write a description. So make a little flyer and go to your RIA clubs. Oh, I love RIA clubs. So RIAs are your real estate investment associations or just, again, real estate groups. Just meetups. So go to meetup.com, uh, find some local real estate investment clubs, and you're going to meet people. So these are hopefully people that you're networking with already. And you're going to build your buyers list by doing this too. Exactly. Because half the people in that room are going to – they want to learn how to make a chunk of money. The Good. other half – Want to learn how to build a portfolio of rentals. That's exactly right. Or well, maybe thirds because yeah. half of them want to flip. They want to fix and flip. They exactly. want to do some rentals. But some of the people there are just looking to wholesale. The more experienced people typically are not looking for a job anymore. They want the passive. Mm-hmm. So they're looking to get the rentals. But either way, go there. Find the people that are in that room. Let them know who you are. Get their business cards. Add them to your buyers list. But, Mike, the purpose of talking about RIAs is bring in your deal on a piece of paper. Exactly. Print it out. And have this piece of paper with a couple pictures, info about the property. And bring 20 or 30 copies. Bring 30 copies, yeah. yeah. And put them on the deal table or leave them on the seats of the p- of the chairs before the event starts. So everyone picks it up when they sit down and they say, oh, here's a deal in 63114. I love that zip code. Maybe I'll go look at this one. Don't and forget to put your contact info on there. Absolutely. <laughs> That's it. Bring a deal to a RIA meeting. There's usually what's called a deal table. Or in the beginning or end of most meetings, they'll do like a needs and wants. And if you need a buyer, then stand up and say, hey, I got a property under contract. I need a buyer. Anybody interested in this deal in this area? And that's it. That's RIAs. All right. Next, I'm going to skip ahead to bandit signs. I think that would be the next uh, easiest solution, Mike. Okay. Over direct mail. So next, I'm going to say bandit signs because uh, the, the cost is a lot lower than mail. And it's quicker. You can go put these signs up right now. You don't have to wait a couple days for them to hit. 
Don't you think that it makes sense? Hundred percent. I just it's physical effort too, though. You know, like so if you do the bandit signs, you got to order them. And hope, well, again, maybe you're already marketing with bandit signs, but then you have to physically go get in your car, right? Uh, you know, must sell property and to put them out at different places. You know, so it's Great physical point. effort. You're exerting your time and efforts. Again, this isn't a perfect order. It was just, yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, exactly. So that's right. So bandit signs are great. You can put a sign in the yard or on the corners of the neighborhood or just in the vicinity where there's lots of traffic that just says, you know, something very, very simple and basic. Three bed, two bath, must sell phone number. And you can place these signs around the property and people that, you know, drive by that are investors are going to be interested in, in, hey, there's a motivated seller. Even though you're a wholesaler or an investor, you can still be a motivated seller because you're working with one. And you're also and you're gonna, representing that person. You're also going to get the curious uh, potential home buyer as well. Sure. And you're just going to explain to them that, yes, I, uh, I'm an investor and I'm selling this property. Uh, I need a quick closing. Can you, can you close with cash quickly? Because that's one of the key things that's going to make this transaction smoother or easier for you. If you get a home, an owner-occupant that wants to buy it, uh, it's and you're going to need to tell them, hey, this thing's going to need a lot of work too. You know, I mean, you want to be very, very clear with them because the owner-occupant may not be the best option. But again, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. That's again, you just want to make it very clear that they need to be able to buy quickly with you. It's a great you point. have to sell it so fast or whatever. I mean, again, that's yep. just very key. So for sale by owner, sign in the yard. We're going to touch on that too. That's basically a banded sign. It's just a nicer one. Yeah, I kind of com- I lump those I two lump together. I lump those two together too. Yeah. Right. So put a sign in the yard, put bandit signs around the neighborhood. You know, you're, you're going to get calls most likely um, if you have a deal and it's in an area that's desirable. Uh, let's go back to send direct mail. That's mm-hmm. on our list here too. Um, we can use the MLS to find cash buyers, but we can also use our favorite software, PropStream. I was just going to say, man, we and forgot about PropStream this uses uh, has a cash buyer tool that we can then pull down. We can mail them a flyer or a postcard of our deal. Um, the, another way to do that would be to call or text them, just like we did with our website above. Uh, but this time, this isn't a buyer's list that we've built. It's a cold buyer's list. So we can cold text or cold call them and say, hey, I noticed you bought something recently in the area. I have a deal right now that you may be interested in. Are you? And if they're not, move on. And if they are, try to sell it to them. Okay? So um, direct mail, cash buyers list, MLS, prop stream. Um, again, mail is one option. Cold calling or cold texting them is another option. But if you are going to mail them, just keep it simple. Use a postcard or a flyer, something like this. You know, postcards are cheaper. It just has your number, a couple pictures of the deal, and some basic info about it. Guys, that's that, that's it. Keep it simple, all right? Uh, last but not least, list it on the MLS. And is there anything that I really left off, Mike? I'm sure there's other things that we can do, but this is really the, the nuts and bolts. This is the 80-20 principle all day. 80% of our efforts are going to be done on this list, right? Yeah, I'd say, yeah. Maybe more. Almost, no, almost 90-10. Right? Very... So last but not least, we're going to list it on the MLS. Let's talk a little bit about that. I would love to. Yeah, because listing on the MLS, you're going to say, wait a minute, I thought I was selling properties off market or buying them and selling them off market. Well, most of the time you are, but we've had a good amount of success listing these properties. So can you do that when you don't actually own the property yet? Yes. Yes. But you have to be a little bit more careful or you just need to cross your T's, dot your I's sort of thing. You are listing it as owner by contract. Our local MLS even has an option 
for that as the seller. It is, is there's a and again, so you can list yeah. it as owner by we contract have in our the MLS. option in our own local MLS to list owner by contract. However, you can still do this if you don't have that option, but you need to have the permission of the owner themselves. Exactly, and I think this is very clear. Both in both times, you, you may have to do be this. the seller, but you are not the owner. Until it's purchased, right? Right. So both times, both times, I think you have to be very careful about that. You want to make it very clear to the seller that this is what you're going to do. That's right. Because again, they can. The, there's yeah, big issues with with not doing that. So yeah, you can't make just go sure list you, a property that you don't own. You have to get permission to to do that. And a lot of times, you've got a motivated seller, and they do not care what you. They do. don't care. They just say sell it. I want you to be the buyer or you and your partners just do it, whatever you need to do. And the ones that are the most motivated are the easiest because we can just say, hey, do you mind if I try to find a buyer or any means necessary, you know, which would include for sale by owner as me being that contact person. And again, if they're motivated, they're not going to care. So let's talk about, okay, so you're going to get that in writing too. So you're going to get uh, permission to list it. Which is just let's a talk simple a little bit about an objection. One sentence that you add to your contract. Let's exactly. let's clarify that though. No big deal. So simple. You're just basically saying buyer has the right to market property any means necessary, or even highlight it and say enlist on the MLS to search for a partner. And that's my that's preferred. Yep. So I was going back to what was I going back to? Lost my train of thought. Well, let's look at the big picture here. The, the buyer's list is really, or I'm sorry, this marketing, this property marketing checklist mm-hmm. is really the nuts and bolts of what you need to do. If you follow this list, you will sell deals. This is what we do to sell our deals. We secure it. We add it to our website and we text and email out the deal. Sometimes before that, we may call three, four, five people that we already know are buying in the area to just say, hey, before I send this out, you want to go get first look at it. They're going to appreciate that, and it's less work for us than having to answer all those calls whenever we have one or two people that we already know want it. It's simple. That's kind of like a reverse wholesaling. You find the buyers first, and then you market in those areas. So again, we add it to the site. We call a couple people. We wait a day or two. Then we text and email it out. We post it online. We bring it to RIA meetings. We will send direct mail or pull cash buyers list and cold call or text them about our deal, or even mail them. We place a for sale by owner sign in the yard uh, if we can, and we place bandit signs around the property if needed. Now, again, not all this is needed on every deal, but this is how you sell a deal. Now, all of these methods, too, will help build your buyer's list because you're going to get calls from these efforts. And if that deal doesn't work out for them, guess what? They're a buyer. Get their information. Add them to your system. And at a later time or date, you can sell them another deal. Okay? Uh, so we talked about for sale by owner, talked about band signs. And then last but not least, if you if they are motivated enough and you get their permission, you can actually list it on the MLS and you can try to find a cash buyer that way, or even an investor that may even have a bank loan. Doesn't matter, it's a retail play that way. And that's really it. Okay. So Mike, we kind of covered the marketing. We, we covered marketing the deals very, very uh mm-hmm. in detail. Mm-hmm. Okay. We use a checklist to do so, okay? The checklist can be found, um, I think it's on free wholesale course. I'm actually not sure. Maybe it's on another course. It's on our paid one, but yeah. again, we just went through the whole thing. Yeah, we went you through the whole make thing. Make your own checklist. Make your own, right. I mean, so then um, that's the marketing. We, we kind of skipped over the selling, 
which we're going to talk a lot more detail about in closing. Okay. Yeah. Um, But let's just briefly touch on the selling real quick. So once you do all this marketing Mm -hmm. and you find somebody that's willing to buy it, you have to get, you have to sell your contract. And again, we're going to go over this in way more detail in closing the deal. Uh, But basically there's two methods. You can assign your contract or you can close on it and then sell it, which is called a double close in a lot of areas. They're going to allow you to do this with none of your own money. Um, but that's basically the selling your deal. Um, and then the buyer's list, we kind of touched on a little bit. Let's just focus on that and then we'll wrap up. Okay. Okay. So the checklist is the main thing. That's how you market. Um, selling the actual deal, we're going to talk a lot more about in our next podcast and next section. But let's wrap up with the buyer's list, guys. So, again, you do not need a buyer's list to wholesale a deal. If you have a deal, it's going to sell itself. The buyer's list comes in handy to make it easier for you and quicker, right? But you do not need one. So if you are watching this right now and you were like, okay, you know, I want to get into real estate investing, specifically wholesaling, and you're trying to build your buyer's list and you're not doing any marketing for motivated sellers, stop. Do not worry about your buyer's list. Go get a deal. A deal will sell itself. You can build your buyer's list over time, and you can use systems like REI Blackbook, which we love, to help automate that process of getting people to sign up, right? Um, Building the buyer's list, though, one of the easiest ways is to go into PropStream, pull a list of them, call or text them, and see if they want to be added to your list. And then you can build a massive one very, very quickly. RIAs, I think, are going to be probably one of the best places to find buyers because they're the active ones. Some, some buyers may buy and then go away for a year and then buy another one and go away for a year. The people at the RIAs, they're buying multiple a month, if not a week. Well, and they're there to network to buy. To buy or yeah. to sell, right, deals. So RIAs are a great place to build a buyer's list. And then Bandit Signs is actually another great place to build a buyer's list, right? I love calling Bandit Signs, even the ones that say, Uh, We buy houses. I call those people and say, hey, I'm an investor in the area. I see that you're marketing for motivated sellers, but I'm looking to buy in this neighborhood. So if anybody in this neighborhood calls you and they have a deal for you, call me because I want to buy that deal. And that's really it. Don't overthink it. Uh, When I first started using, you know, wholesaling, I was using Excel on my computer to keep track of my buyers. Mm -hmm. After I got to about 80 or 100, it was overwhelming. Mm -hmm. REI Blackbook had a great way to manage them. And also easily send an email or a text or an RVM to them to let them know I had a new deal. And it just made sense. You don't necessarily need it to get started, but it'll help you in the long run. Yeah. And Dave, you've got links to all the things we mentioned below on your YouTube. And we'll put them in our podcast show notes as well. Uh, use our use our promo codes. Most of them will give you a discount. Aria Black Books is huge. Yeah, it saved a thousand bucks. Yes, you it waives the licensing fee. Um, so check those out, guys. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks That's for it. thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. watching, guys. Sign it off. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, please visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. 
Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.